0: Welcome in to The Benches Cleared Podcast Episode 96. I'm Tyler Cobb representing the Los Angeles Dodgers
1: and I am Jesse Gutierrez representing the NL West Division Champions San Francisco Giants, but that doesn't matter because none of our teams are even a real thing at
0: the moment. It also doesn't matter because who cares? Did I ever um, say division the nl yes, west division yes, champions yes no never yes never guaranteed. pull it up and put it in the video if you did you're lying okay. wrong yeah, i'm
1: pretty sure you did maybe you did but
0: i'm pretty sure yeah. you did well good luck going through all those episodes <laughs> yeah the baseball doesn't exist players don't exist uh, even on the mlb website it's just mm. ominous shadows unlock characters except for buster posey yeah uh which i don't understand I, I
1: i think it's because he's retired so he's technically not in no the no, no i don't anymore. i
0: don't understand what the no. point of of blocking <laughs> right. them out is that it's just it, it's dumb
1: it seems like you're just a bitter ex-girlfriend you know trying to light the pictures on fire throw the things out of your house it's just a sad desperate attempt to be like i don't even care i don't even yeah. fucking care but you care
0: yeah because you took we the all, time
1: to delete everything and you're yeah, gonna have don't to lie back up. we all know right
0: let before before we get into the the bad stuff which i've been saying was going to happen for a year and you kept telling me i was wrong well you um, said there was going
1: to be a strike i don't think there's going to be a strike well we'll season, find out it's still going to start on time um
0: but yeah. i don't know still start let, on time. okay whatever um chris taylor is a dodger will be a dodger for at least the next four years, possibly the next five, he signed a four-year, $60 million deal with a club option for year five. Right. Comes with a $4 million buyout, so it could bump it up to five years, $73 million. But on paper, it's a four-year, $60 million, and I predicted a four-year, $62 million to the Dodgers. So that's mm. three points for me. So if you're keeping score at home... Uh, Jesse has one point and uh, Two points. All, two points. Who's your second point? Um, Alex Cobb going to the Giants. Oh, you got the team. Yeah, you messed up on everything else. Yeah, I cannot so believe points. he got how much he did. That's because you don't know shit about anything. You're yeah, getting blown out I'm, of the water.
1: I'm, I am terrible with for, with free agent predictions. I am so You have one bad. guy
0: left. I probably have 10 points at least. I, have I, I don't one, even know if so many. Two, I can't even count.
1: I have two guys. Oh, no, wait. Strowman. No, you missed on Strowman. Zero Stroman. points. Yes, well, no, I'm exactly. Saying, I'm saying I, I Strowman is off the board, which we will get into in a minute. But yes, all I have left is Carlos Correa, uh, Freddie Freeman, uh, and Trevor Story, which I believe I'm going to get two more points because I believe Freddie Freeman will re-sign with the Braves and the Yankees will sign Trevor Story. And but I have eight points are, with five guys left. You have eight points?
0: Yeah, with I'm, five uh, guys I'm left.
1: A, I'm have to double check this. Uh, okay, I'm, we're we're, gonna, we're we're gonna have to double check this. Man, I
0: might just beat you with Chris Taylor. But anyways, <laughs> I mean, right. <laughs> let it was a uh, yesterday was was fun, you know, because it was it was coming down to the de- it was it felt kind of like the trade deadline, because you knew after 9 p.m., you know, uh, Pacific time, that that was it. Right. So it coming down, it coming down to the wire, seeing Chris Taylor sign, that was great, and now it just feels like shit. Right. The Freddie Free, everyone was, you know, saying there was smoke with Freddie Freeman, with Carlos Correa, especially with Freddie Freeman saying he might sign with the Dodgers before. I I didn't think that was going to happen, but it's possible after after this. But all of this just seems hey, so it could happen it's just so clouded by now it's a lockout. Like it's not even, it's not even worth talking about anything because there can be no negotiations going on for the time being. So I don't know. There's just nothing. (laughs)
1: There is nothing. Um, We're not going to do our torture of each other for shitty predictions at the beginning of the season, this episode, because there's just too much to get into. So we're going to put post on that to what next week, maybe probably next week. Um, who knows? Who knows if uh, there'll ever be baseball again? See, this is now you're getting back into your 2020 mode, where you're just negative Nancy all day. Just the world is is out to get me, and I hate the everything. Yo, that's
0: exactly what I sound like. Everyone's yeah. out to get me. Don't no. uh,
1: the, Dude, the uh, thing? The okay, let's just let's just get like. into it. That's let's just get great, into it. That's a great Here, impression of you,
0: actually. Okay, we all knew the lockout was coming. We knew there wasn't going to be some last minute deal. Facts. Still, even with that being said, yesterday hearing that the Players Association and MLB met for seven minutes. Right. Seven before talks broke off. That does that doesn't look good going forward. Mm. That has some foreshadowing. I mean, seven minutes. <laughs> seven minutes. Seven and now 11. all this stuff coming out about the baseballs. And, you know, we, I guess, I don't know if we can say it's true or not, whether, you know, the marquee matchups use the juice ball, but if it's Texas and Seattle in the middle of the season, use whatever. Here's what I think about that. And I'm curious to hear what you think. Oh, so Rob Manfred says you said that production, weird. there were production issues for Rawlings for the baseballs. Right. So there was going to be a mixed bag of baseballs, which is fine. I mean, right there, then and there, that's clear admission that there are two separate balls. We now can say definitively that there are two separate balls, right? And I don't think it would have been a big deal if if it would have been, hey, there are two balls. We don't know who's going to get what. It's just going to be there. It is what it is. The issue is Major League Baseball owns Rawlings. (laughs) So to go out and say like, well, Rawlings had this production issue, because of the pandemic that just seems fishy right there
1: that just sounds like you're in charge and you're blaming it like on the janitor and shit like there's no no yeah Uh... right but
0: then now it's coming out that allegedly they're saying marquee matchups getting the juice balls shitty you know mid-tier teams middle of the season give them the old ball or give them the new balls I mean that just looks terrible. Yeah, and I mean if Who you knows look if at like it's true, but I mean this is all you look at the field of dreams games. How many home runs were in that game? Yeah, but that's, that's like field the most like mark three hundred. I feet, know, so but maybe. that's like the most marquee matchup there is. Right, right, right. So I, I, I mean, I just don't know, dude. Like Rob Manfred is just killing this game. And if you remember, dude, when when Bud Selig was on his way out it was everyone was super excited yeah because they thought you know it can't get any worse and boy were we fucking wrong
1: i'm still gonna stand by the idea we don't know if ron manfred is a actual baseball fan if he i don't i don't know what's going on here um you know i, I think what we really need to zero in on i mean there's gonna be little things that are gonna you know are going to come out back and forth. It's going to go back to what I said two weeks ago. We're going to be embarrassed of the sport, Um, you know, for the next however long it takes them to figure this out. Um, No matter what, people like you and me are fucking, we're, we're, we're in, you know, it's not like when it comes back, if it comes back, you know, in tomorrow or if it comes back next, you know, next year, we're going to watch. Of course. So, but to kill your sport for casuals are going to, are going to bounce out. Anyone who was thinking about it bounce out and you're going to set yourself back so far because of the most ridiculous things, right? Uh, I understand you got to, you got to give a little to get a little, I get, I get that whole thing. But if you read Rob Manfred's letter to the fans, it was a, Awful. this is, this was all on the players, um, the players association, how, how, uh, one thing that really got me, um, was here. It says we offered to establish a minimum payroll for all clubs, and then it also said that it would increase compensation for all young players. And um, where's where's the big one right here? Draft system? No, 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 no. Um, allow majority of players. Oh, here we go to allow the majority of players to reach free agency earlier through an age-based system. So they're trying to paint the picture that we're giving them everything they wanted. We're giving them, you know... Uh, uh, earlier free agency, and 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 we're giving them um, a, a salary floor, and they're just not giving us extended playoffs or whatever they're 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 fighting for, uh, which is just to, uh, a way to continue to have blackouts to make more money and to hide uh, how much money is coming in, and then you see a interview with Rob Manfred and how he's talking about it's ridiculous that they should lower the free agency to, um, to five years. So you get to free agency cause it's going to hurt smaller markets and it's going to hurt the fans. So basically he's just admitting that the age based system was probably like 29 or 30, no matter what. So yeah. players that, that are, that are extremely talented that get in the league at 2021, 20, like Juan Soto and, and Acuna are going to be screwed because they're, they're all going to be, you know, <laughs> their, their chance for a, a large check is going to be shot. Um, and it had to have been because I'm sure they would have jumped on it if it was 26, 25, 27. You know, maybe even 20. I I, I doubt it. It must have been at least 30. Um, and then the other um, when he talked about a uh, a salary floor, but then was saying that how are you gonna take away from small market teams a hundred million dollars? Basically saying they want the salary floor at at the the players association i took it as they wanted to add 100 million dollars and that was just way too much so what's the salary floor? 50 million is it 30 million
0: <clears throat> yeah i mean
1: it's not a real floor if the floor is so fucking low it's like slave wages you know uh yeah i mean that's that's a little much but you get what i'm well, saying
0: yeah. yeah but that's that's embarrassing a 50 million dollar floor most teams are there anyways or pretty damn close yeah like when when we're talking salary floor it needs to be bumped up to where a team can at least be competitive. And there, there's something I wanted to bring up. Oh, let me find it here real quick. Uh, shout out to my boy Phil. My boy Phil uh, sent me this article. L- l- this is something I wanted to bring up on the show because I know this is just gonna tickle your fancy because you talk about this all the time, right? I love my talking fancy about getting tickled. Teams competing and having realistic expectations and whatnot, right? Diamondbacks GM claimed he didn't want to be unrealistic about the team's contention timeline after 110 lost season, which makes it, which makes it that much weirder that he just spent $14 million on all things a closer. <laughs> I, I think it's, I don't know. I think if there were a salary floor teams aren't going to have those comments of like, we don't want to be unrealistic. We want to manage our expectations and, you know, hope for a hundred loss season next year and then build on that and build on that. I mean, the idea, and sometimes I feel like we disagree on it. The idea is to win. That's the idea is to win the world series. And if you're not putting a product on the field every year, you're not going to bring that money in. And then that's on you. You got to spend money to make money. And I get that there are teams like the Rays. St. Petersburg is a weird area. The stadium's kind of in the middle of nowhere. And I mean, they have a good squad. And apparently, you know, they aren't raking in the money. But they have found a way to win. So you got to find a fucking way to win.
1: I'm sorry, but if you wanted to buy the Tampa Bay Rays, that shit wouldn't be a million dollars. It wouldn't be five million dollars. It would be billions of dollars because... It makes fucking money and teams don't go on sale unless someone fucking dies or there's a scandal and they make you sell the team because they make fucking money. I understand that the Tampa Bay Rays maybe can't spend like the Dodgers, Giants, Yankees and and all that kind of stuff. I get it. They can't spend 200 million bucks for 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 some payroll, but 30 million. 40 million is a fucking joke. If you think that these teams are gonna are just scraping by at the moment, like there's some mom and pop shop, you know, small business, then you are fucking high. You are drinking the Rob Manfred Kool-Aid, and you need to get his balls out of your mouth. Like there's no other way to put it. These teams are making lots of money. All these owners are billionaires, so there's not owning it for no reason. Billionaires are smart. Um, I don't want to say they're always ethical, but they're smart enough to make that amount of money. yeah, so they're not gonna I mean, they're not doing it for the love
0: I, I think one of the biggest things is going to be the the free agent, what we're talking about, the free agent, age, trying to find a way where you really can't manipulate service time. I mean, I don't know of any way right now, right? but they they got to figure something out because the whole age-based thing, sure, that takes away manipulating service time but young dude they're gonna be screwed right i mean you're you're killing even like let's say if it's if it was 29 years old you're, you're Corey seegers you're carlos correa's like these guys getting big money it's gonna you know it's gonna kill them
1: and that's the thing i think I think that there should be a the 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 reason that they manipulate service time and they're able to get away with it so egregiously is because it's only two weeks. Right. Um, that's what happened to Chris Bryant. He was literally brought up the day after the two week period and he lost a full year um, of service time. So, I mean, if you just push it out a couple months into the season, there's there's your answer, you know, because if this person is really good and they're going to make your team two weeks and baseball, you could, you could deal without them months, not going to happen. So if they spread that out to um, a little bit longer, I feel like that would be a a large deterrent um, unless the team is trying to tank. And honestly, I'm fine with teams tanking. I understand that, um, you know, why settle for 70 wins every single year when you can maybe, you know, Go to 60 wins a couple times and just get a first round, you know, really high first round picks and and, and go that way. But at the same time, there has to be a punishment if you're going to continue to do that.
0: Well, and that's why I know it's proposed a draft lottery system like the NHL, like the NBA, which I'm in favor of. I mean, I think that gives you enough incentive because there's. I don't think there's as much drop-off as the NBA or NHL. In the NHL, the first pick and the eighth pick, huge drop-off between those two guys. NBA, same thing. In Major League Baseball, in those drafts, I don't know if the drop-off's that much. But I still think incentivizing teams, like not knowing where they're going to fall in that one to eight draft range, I think that will prevent some tanking. And then if you have the salary floor, that also helps. Right. I mean, they're, they're things that are kind of building on top of one another that I definitely think would improve it, but right. And not I only don't that
1: er, er, early, like to, to, to tank, to get like two draft positions up in baseball really doesn't mean shit. I mean, if you yeah. look at drafts over the years, the top five, usually are kind of underwhelming and, you know, later in the drafts, the second, you know, a couple from the second round or one from the third round are like the stars. I mean, Buster Posey, I think, was like the eighth or ninth pick. Uh, Brandon Bell and Brandon Crawford picked like in the fourth and fifth round. Like franchise play. Like it's it's not like football or or basketball where they draft and they're right there. There's a lot of development that needs to happen.
0: So, uh, ugh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I the the thing that I'm worried about, and we kind of touched on it earlier is it just got me thinking about, you know, 2003, 2004, NHL had a complete lockout.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: No games. The whole season was lost. I feel like they're just now kind of hitting their stride this year. Mm. Viewership was definitely up. And then there was the lockout in, what was it, 2015, where I think it was a 48-game season with the NHL. So the NHL has had a lot of work stoppages. But now the NHL is getting back on ESPN. They're on TBS and TNT. They're streaming live on Hulu. Like now it's kind of getting national attention, but it's been 18 years. Yeah. And it's taken them that long to really like get back in the national conversation. I don't think I think hockey is was never as popular as baseball, but I think it's gonna be that sort of thing. If they if spring training, if pitchers and catchers don't report on time and it gets pushed back at all, it's it's gonna take some time to recover. And they can't afford that because they're losing viewership every single goddamn year but they're still making making money more
1: and more exactly money. not not still making money more and more money absurd with amounts less, of money with less viewership if that is not a, a testament to you know a you know bullshit alarm going off that these owners are trying to cry poor i don't know what is um i think one thing that really needs to be addressed too is their argument is free agency is not bro. I think it, it was quoted. Keep hearing how free agency is quote unquote broken. Um, when the, this off season, we, they already shattered, you know, what, um, free agents were, um, signing for you know, in the last, like four is like four times the last off season or something like that. It's going to um, end
0: up being four times the amount. Yeah.
1: It's, it's yeah. it. just in the month of November. It said it was like four times the amount. I think that's, that's what it said in the letter. Um, But that's only for a handful of players. No one has ever said free agency is, is, is broken for the top 1% of baseball players. Yeah. Free agency is broken because not only just. Mid mid-level guys, but the high to uh, higher mid-level guys don't will will get paid a million or 500 K in their prime. And then when they get to free agency, they're like, ah, eh, we'll give you, you know, you know, 10, 10 million dollars for each, you know, each year for, for two years. And they're, you know, competed on an ace level back when they were making five hundred thousand to a million dollars a year which is a lot of money don't get me wrong i understand that but if the billionaire owner is pocketing all the profit there's a problem there i think uh i just think what one one thing that the players association would 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 need to fight for because i from what i understand from what ron manfred said he's like five years because it's at it's at six years right now for free agency to, to bring it down to five years is just the craziest thing. So the player association was just like, hey, let's bring it back a year. So I don't think they, they said anything that crazy. But if you don't want to do that, what you could do is give them another year of arbitration. You know, it's after what it's, it's, it's their third year. Bring it to a mm-hmm. second year. And then maybe their first year of arbitration, pay them what they're fucking worth in those years. I mean, there's guys winning fucking Cy Young's and, and, you know, top three of Cy Young's, top three of MVP voting. The first year of arbitration, they're getting $6.5 million because that's their first year of arbitration. It's like, come on, dude. If if you're going to try to stiff them in the end, then you need to pay them in the beginning if you don't want to pay them when they're old. Or you're going to have to pay, pay them when they're old because they were making you millions and millions of dollars and making $6.5 I don't
0: know. Yeah, I mean... Dude, these these negotiations are gonna take a long time. And who knows when they're gonna meet again. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. You're I mean,
1: both sides are gonna hurt, and not only just for viewership, but I mean, teams, you're you're gonna have such a small window to put your team together for this upcoming season. The expectations, no matter what, are gonna be there. Um, They don't give a fuck if there's a, fans don't give a fuck if there was a lockout. If anything, they're more pissed. So you better have a fucking better product yeah. out there.
0: Well, but also for the players, like I saw, well, I think it's funny. The players are all changing their Twitter profile pictures. to so like the silhouettes. Right, so right. That's, that's pretty good. But I think it was, uh, I think it was Jamison Tyone posted that he's coming off surgery and now he can't talk to any of the trainers and go get treatment because yeah. they're locked out, which I is bro- insane
1: to me. <laughs> not even just that you can't even speak to your manager i i was listening to a podcast uh espn podcast and he was uh with, with jeff batson and he was saying that if you if 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 a, a coach was at a player's wedding on december 1st and it gets past nine o'clock he has to go home he can't which speak dave to roberts them.
0: was at Mookie bets wedding this past weekend, so good for Mookie getting it in, a right, right? Days before the lockout, good for him, congrats, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Dave Roberts had to be on the next flight out of there, uh, yeah, right, yeah. So, I they can't even speak to them, yeah. That's the most ridiculous shit I've ever like
0: come I also hear, oh man, dude, check this out, check come this out. On. So, I was reading this this morning. I was at dinner last night with my fiance when we got the news that Sheldon Noisy was DFA'd to make room on the 40 man. <laughs> And boy, I was celebrating. I I ordered a, a an appetizer to celebrate, you know. Jeez, had, I'm sure Sheldon
1: Noise is a great guy. You're such a dick.
0: No, he I'm sure what he is. A terrible I person. even let my fiance order a, you know, a Pepsi because it was our anniversary
1: <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Not that you, the flavor no, of a steak, like some ketchup. Like
0: ketchup. Uh, uh, ketchup. If you don't get the reference, you suck. Um mm. so I was like, Oh, cool, you know. But then I was reading something because he got DFA'd, like 10 minutes before the eight fifty nine deadline, he's in DFA limbo with like three other guys that got DFA'd in that time period. Uh-huh. So they're just nothing. They have no it, until talks resume and they come to a deal. He's just a nobody. That's because he he's, it hasn't cleared waivers or anything like that. So that process will have to be put on hold. I mean, it, it's just crazy, dude. These guys, I don't know. I we'll see if it works. But dudes like Correa and Freeman, I wonder if it's gonna hurt, help, maybe make no difference. But that's the thing. I'm curious to see.
1: Say, say, say they get back, right? They, they re, re, talks. I mean, say, say they clear a deal in a week, right? Or they clear in in, in a week before spring training. Carlos Correa and Freddie Freeman are gonna get paid. Trevor story is going to get paid. It's not going to be a problem.
0: I understand but, that, but I'm saying only having a week of negotiations
1: people are going to before get spring training. Some, starts. some team is going to be like, fuck it, dude, we need Carlos Correa. Fuck it. We need Freddie Freeman back. Those guys are going to get paid. What I'm saying is, is the people like Sheldon noisy, not only just Sheldon noisy, but the lower tier, uh, uh, uh free agents, um, you know like the kikuchi's of the world and they're gonna get fucked they're gonna get fucked
0: really hard and oh i think kikuchi will be fine i, I think know. i think fringe fringe 40-man roster guys like sheldon noisy those are the guys that are gonna get fucked you say kikuchi's a big name and the only reason he's a free agent is because his contract in seattle was so fucking weird that seattle basically if they kept him this year, he was locked in for another five. Mm. So that's why he's a free agent. I mean, he's still a decent pitcher. He's not a fringe guy. He's going to no, be he's in not the rotation. a rotation.
1: But I think he's, he's definitely a middle guy. What I'm saying is, is he's going to be on a major league team, but he's not going to make as much as he should be making. If, if this lockout didn't happen, I think the people who signed beforehand are going to um, are, 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 the ones that are that are safe and then are, are going to make, you know, make out like a bandit. But I, I think the guy, the mid-tier guys after this are going to get fucked unless a deal gets made soon. Um, well, yeah, it let's, should.
0: Let's not forget either that this free agency class is so different because not look how many guys have signed before December 1st. That never happens ever. So now let's say the lockout goes until the end of January. Dude, usually it's like a guy will sign here, a guy will sign there between December and February. You know, it. it's going to be crazy again if it goes until February and then all of a sudden all these guys, dude, Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Freddie Freeman, Correa, like there are huge named guys out there.
1: Right, and so I, I, it, it's going to be, I mean, everyone remembers, what was it, two, three years ago when um, – you know, uh, uh, the the teams decided that the draft pick was way too um, valuable to hold on to. So Dallas Keichel didn't sign. Craig Kimbrell didn't sign mm-hmm. um, until after June. And then they came back and were freaking trash because they didn't have their normal, you know, have their normal routine or whatever. I mean, they weren't the same. The same yeah. dudes. So, yeah, I, I, it's only going to hurt. I, 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 I. I hope this is just theater. So, in like you know, uh, you know, let's say in a month, we're like, hey, it's in, it's in the past. Who gives a fuck? But if they don't deal with it, in if we're ringing in the new year and there's not a deal, I'd be a little worried. Uh, right now, I'm not worried. Um, I'm gonna wait till 2022 to be worried. Right now, I'm I'm optimistic. I think they're I, just because I think there's too much to lose. I think that they know how bad a strike would be. And I think they got a taste of it in 2020, uh, how much, you know, negative press they got in the back and forth the bullshit. But you know what, we all forgot about it
0: when, you know, those dates were uh, announced. So yeah, but you know who didn't forget about the players association? Those. Those negotiations are a window into what these were going to be like. And that's what I've been saying the whole time is because those were so rough, I was going to reflect on this. I don't think there's going to be a strike, but I definitely think this work stoppage is going into January. And the biggest thing that bugs me about that is for the fans. It's just not fun now. Like I can't wake up in the morning and like check Twitter and MLB trade rumors and be like, what's going on? Who has interest in who? Who's talking about who? Now it's just, such oh God, bullshit to get
1: excited about like, but you do, I know, but I always tell myself every off season. Like I'm not going to get excited for in talks or, or this person is called about this person. Cause it never materializes. Right. But um, it's the but first I thing do, I check every time. my phone every morning. Right. Yep. No, you know?
0: you're right. So giants, it's take- giants
1: are linked to this person. Like, Ooh, let me put him in the lineup and see what it looks like.
0: Yeah. Dude. Just seeing all the people, Freddie Freeman, Carlos Correa. I don't think either of those things are going to happen, right. but it, it's nice to think about but yeah i mean it just takes away from you know the fan experience but whatever at the end of the day if they get it done we don't have to worry about this shit for x amount of years again so right and, uh, yeah
1: let's let's get it done and make it a 15 year deal so i don't have to fucking hear about it um you know uh, uh, this is where we're at now right where it's it's not looking good and i'm sure there's going to be Blows back and forth, and I hate this. And I know we're going to be embarrassed at this fucking sport. Um, and it's just, it's so cringy to see Rob Manfred talk. Um, I feel like the Players Association um, is handling it much better, and what they're saying publicly. Um, I understand that it's not, you know, one hundred percent to, you know, some someone's fault, but it's not always fifty-fifty either. And the way it's looking, it looks like. MLB is really trying to push it on the players that it's the players association, 100%. And it makes me think that it's 90, 10 on MLB. And that's the way it's looking to me. Um, obviously, we're not in the negotiations and we don't have really in, you know, insides, but that's that's just the way it's looking for me. If you had to put a percentage on it, Tyler, what are you putting it at?
0: I'd say it's close. I'm sure it's 80, 20. 80 MLB, 20 Players Association. Okay, I think Players Association has the mindset of we're not willing to budge on a lot of things based on how you fucked us all these different times, which they're yeah. totally in the right. But I think there's going to be an so unwillingness to... Yeah, I think there's going to be an unwillingness to budge because of that. And I think that's when it's going to prolong the lockout. But, yeah. I don't know. I mean, dude, at this point... Let's just make it a twenty-team playoff.
1: Get fucking
0: eight more expansion teams, and let's just call it a day. Call it a two DHs day. in every lineup. That's for honestly, every league. People have said that two DHs,
1: saying the catcher doesn't have to hit. Like no, I, I, you just I would got, quit. I would you, stop watching baseball. You just got me on board with the DH from twenty twenty. Like yeah, I I get it. Pitchers are just so bad, um and. To to I think we're done talking about the lockout, right? We're we're gonna I mean we're obviously gonna follow every single word, every single article, every single thing that's being said, every interview, you know, with Rob Manfred just fucking putting his foot in his mouth. But that's yeah. where we are right now, right? That's that's <laughs> where we're gonna leave it at. Um, two things that, that, that I did want to um uh, talk about talking about this catcher position. Um, a lot of Giants fans are saying how they're so hesitant to give the keys to Joey Bart. Um, is a hundred this is a hundred and seven win team. How can you just let Joey Bart have it? This is crazy after Buster Posey. If this was pretty much any other position, I might be able to understand where you're coming from. Um, not only is Joey Bart top prospect, top draft pick, all the cheese, all the talent, all that all that good stuff, but who the fuck are you planning on getting? that's going to be better than you know what joey bar can possibly be um the the catching market is shot um so it's either you give this kid a chance and you got kirk Sally backing him up who's at least a very solid backstop um really good defensive catcher and can run into one sometimes um like just give him the keys let yeah. him let him fail let him fall Good Sing defensive
0: catchers who can hit uh don't come around very often. No. That's why that's like the most like Will Smith is the Dodgers' most prized possession because right. it just doesn't come around. Even no. though he's a terrible defensive catcher.
1: Well I have to throw that in. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> I mean that's the thing. And and Giants fans cannot be set on this guy's our next buster post. You can't put that on him. That's insane to put on someone that's a once in a generation player. I get he just yeah. left. He's not gonna be that. He's not a high average type guy. You're hope. I mean, I. You're hoping this dude to be. Uh, uh, uh. Hopefully, he's made a lot of big strides in AAA as far as defensively, and you know, he's did his growing
0: pains from the twenty twenty season. Yeah, but you but, haven't give, you haven't given him a chance yet. Exactly. Like Jesus Christ, he got to play in the pandemic season
1: and that's the thing people are saying you shouldn't just give them that chance like give give them the keys it's this is a this is a bentley right now but there's no other cars in the fucking lot yeah you know like just fucking let them let them tr- let him try when let you guys have, when you
0: have like such a top prospect what do you if you don't let them try what are you going to do with them unless you yeah. have plans to flip them yeah but and then you it. don't have a catcher
1: right and i get it you didn't hear much about joey Bart in in the giants like you've been hearing about him the past few years how great he's going to be and all this yada 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 he didn't hear about him last year not because he didn't have a great year he had a great year it's just because the giants had a great fucking year so they didn't talk about the minor league system yeah, so much you talk about winning yeah exactly so because you know guys are like didn't hear about him they think oh shit, he's not that great and look what we the little bit that we saw in 2020 we didn't play any games in triple a he killed it in triple a give him the keys don't expect him to hit 300 and, and have 20 something bombs and be the best offensive catcher in baseball. That's, that's not going to happen. His ceiling is going to be a lot of home runs, but he ain't going to hit 300. And hopefully he turns into a, a, a very solid defensive catcher and he's supposed, and, and he's got a fucking cannon for an arm. So he'll be throwing guys out, but and he's hopefully strike he gets out a lot and he's going to strike out a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Be prepared for that. It's going to happen. That's all I have to say about giant stuff. But I do want to mention one thing. Marcus Stroman is off the board. Pour a little bit out. Bums me out. I'm so sad.
0: Who cares?
1: I care. I care, care. Because because <clears throat> here's the thing, right? Giants Twitter is is, is split in half Dumb. on this. <laughs> Bing bong. Um, let's hear it. Let's see. It's split in half, right? One side is farhan's a cheapskate fuck him he's so stupid yada 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 that's not really that loud to me what what i've seen i've seen a lot more people g- like oh my god shut up you guys are going too crazy farhan is god and don't ever question him you can you could say that he missed on some things gotta
0: right? meet somewhere in the middle on those two things exactly i trust farhan
1: obviously he, he took a a, a a really terrible team And made them very good. um, And gave them PEDs and they figured it out. Exactly. Um, And so I trust him. But when Marcus Stroman was available for three years, um, I mean – Obviously, there's plenty of reasons. I mean, Marcus Stroman can be like, no, I just prefer Chicago. If you want to go to Chicago. It doesn't really make sense because they're not a winning team, but that's not always people's priority. They want to be close to something or they want to, you know, be the ace of a staff. Who knows? I, I, I don't know Marcus Stroman, so I can't tell you what his headspace is. But if it was a thing of money, I can't see how a top, you know, a uh, 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 revenue team like the San Francisco Giants who have had huge payrolls just a couple years ago, couldn't afford that when their payroll is so low right now. So I think I'm going to put my name on to swing and a miss and I'm bummed they didn't get them because they could have, I think
0: them. I think over the course of the three years, you'll be happy that you didn't. I don't but think so real quick, just before we end, it's only three we before. haven't talked about Max Scherzer made some comments in the comments section now before before i i say how i feel Mm -hmm. i feel like you should you should say what you think i'm so
1: freaking pissed um honestly i think it was he was blaming it on the fact right right the the comments were the reason he, he he had a dead arm was because they limited his pitching and i could see maybe where he's coming from i think it's weird to say at a press conference like that to, to throw a little bit of shade at your old team for kind of no reason. I mean, I, they didn't really own that much. He was only on the team for, you know, a short period of time. But I would honestly say uh maybe your arm is not used to that mileage because last year you only played 60 games. So I would put more um, you know, stock Stocking in that. stock into yep. the 60 game thing than I would put into hey, you limit instead of, you know, me pitching eight, nine innings. You had me pitch
0: six and seven innings.
1: Oh, it doesn't. Really but if make you sense if you look
0: back at it, he pitched. The pitch count may have not been high, but he went a fair amount of innings, except for two starts, and then there was the rain delay. My yeah, and take there was on one is, that he
1: asked to be pulled out. He said, "I have something wrong with my arm." Yeah. In like the sixth inning, and they pulled him out.
0: My take on it is: Who the fuck cares? Mm. He's gone. He's mm. not a part of this organization anymore. Mm. It was great while it lasted. It was fun. Oh. I was at his his Dodger debut against the Astros. It was insane. Name but He's gone. He's on the Mets. Guess what? The Mets aren't going to be that great. I don't care what they do. I just think the Mets aren't going to go that far. We say this every
1: year, dude. How the you know you might say, oh, the Mets are going to be shitty, and I'm like, ah. Oh, oh man they have a really good rotation every single fucking year and mm-hmm. they find a way to fuck it up yeah i mean they do they have like one of the best rotation i mean i can't think of a off the top of my head think of a better rotation in baseball taiwan walker with the i mean your
0: third there's certainly no better one too that's for sure but yeah i just but, i mean don't- even
1: as a whole i mean it's it's but i mean they just find i don't know they lost aaron loop um you know, uh, I don't know if their bullpen's just going to be. Sh- imagine if their bullpen just fucks it up for them. Like uh, that could be a Mets thing. You know, I. Yeah. We could be. I. I can completely imagine us in you know eight months or yeah, like in eight months being like, yeah, I can't believe the Mets are going to finish, you know, eighty and fucking.
0: <laughs> yeah. When they had like, a a fifteen game lead at the All Star break. Uh-huh. I mean, the thing about Max Scherzer is he's obviously he's a generational pitcher right right and he he pitched very well for the dodgers he pitched exceptional for the dodgers but he has known to get shelled every once in a while right so i don't and he's gonna be 30 he's 37 years old i don't think this is like i think he's gonna pitch well but i don't think you know this is like a a guy in his prime going somewhere that it's gonna really put a team over the hump a team I think that has a
1: team over the hump if, I, if, well, if they're it there. depends
0: yeah if they're there I was just gonna right. say I don't think I think the Mets need
1: more but the thing is is him being 37 and the the injury history with Jacob deGrom one thing that's really important is you're gonna have to have depth because you're gonna have to imagine Max Scherz is gonna be on the DL you know I'm not wishing anyone to get injured but I'm saying he's gonna need at least fatigue rest or you know he's just gonna have something bogging him, so they might put him on the shelf for a couple weeks, or it might happen a couple times, or who knows, a big injury. So one, I mean, that's gonna happen to both those guys, even if it's for a week. So there's gonna be times where they're on the shelf a little bit, and if you have no depth, you're gonna fuck yourself. Yeah, because you're as only, I mean, in in 162 games, you're as only good as as good as your fucking second, you know, lineup that you put out there. Um. So and even stars go in slumps and all that jazz, which is why you need depth. So if you're just concentrating on the top guys and their lineup looks like they have a lot of depth now with all the signings they did, but
0: you know. yeah, who knows? If there's like nine wild card teams like MLB is proposing, then right, I'm right. sure the Mets will will get in there somehow. But uh-huh. as far as the comments, dude, who cares? He's gone. Right. Like we also it's time to focus on the coming season,
1: right? And yeah, I don't think you went over the h- edge on this. Um but I, I I feel like I've seen a lot of this this kind of talk on Twitter. Please, if you are a a, a a fan of this sport, realize that it's not your money. Realize that what we've been saying that these teams are are, are billionaire fr- owners, billion dollar franchises, make billions of dollars a year after they pay these players, so they still make billions of dollars on this sport, right? So when you say things like, I'm glad we didn't go to a fifth year on Kevin Gosman. (laughs) Good luck. We didn't want to pay that much for him anyway. You're not paying for it. You're going to be paying the same money for a ticket, whether your payroll is, you know, 80 million or 120 million. I know that's probably a little more than that, but you get what I'm saying. A Mm. little bit of difference. You're not going to see much of a, a difference in, 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 in tickets. So pay the dues what they're worth. Don't complain if they go an extra year and it's you know johnny cueto getting paid 20 million in his last year when he really wasn't that good and realize he was you know pitching a, a caliber of larger than 20 million in his first couple years with the deal sometimes you get burned at the back
0: end that's the way it is yeah, so that's that's how it's going to be with mookie Betts. exactly he's <laughs> going to have like five six seven prime years But I mean, the good thing is hopefully the the NLs get in the DH then you get a lot of wiggle room, but you can transition to second base. But dude, any guy that's going to get more than seven, eight years, unless it's like a Wander Franco or, uh, but you have to do it. Yeah. But I'm saying guy like a Cunha and Franco Franco being that young, getting a deal like that, that might be worth it. Even a tatis could be worth it. But right. a guy like Seeger, Correa, yeah, you're going to overpay, but you have to because that's what the market dictates. No. It's not your money. And stop making fake fucking Twitter Jeff Pass and profile. <laughs> Fuck up my emotions. You're all pieces of shit. Uh, this episode has been brought to you by Renovation Candle Company. It has. Where it is now the four year anniversary now. of this company that I started. By myself, still run by myself. I'll hit it with the jingle renovation candle for your birthday.
1: But and for a limited
0: time only, you can get rather still a bitch. Uh huh. Forty percent off your entire order. Yeah. Just use code bench. He raised his prices fifty five percent and gave you forty
1: percent off. That's capitalism, baby. <laughs> yes thank you guys so much for listening and yes be make sure to check out those renovation candle companies the, the beautiful candles they have they smell so good um and yeah thank you so much for listening make sure to follow us on your favorite podcasting platform as well as youtube follow us on your favorite social media platforms Sue Bench just cleared podcast on instagram benches cleared p on twitter and benches cleared on tiktok thank you guys so much and unless something big happens like i don't know a lockout ending yeah. we'll just we'll just see you on a regular time next week